This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me today, we've got Zenidra, Aldino, and we have Ethis. What's going Hello. on, man? How you welcome doing? Welcome to the show. It's <laughs> gonna say, have we had you on before? I don't know if we have. I, I think once, like maybe once, yeah, yeah, like a million years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, so we know we know that it's super early for you uh, down there in Australia. So we appreciate uh, you waking up and chugging some coffee for us. <laughs> oh, anytime. anytime. Uh, so for today, uh, we're gonna go ahead and finish up our uh, discussion for Paris. Obviously, that was last weekend. It's hard to think. It was all, it was just a week ago. Yeah. Like, man, oh that flew. God. So I last week know, was... but we started doing this weekly thing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so last week, uh, we were able to cover the keynote. Uh, the next night, they did a live letter. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about Ethics' uh, time out in Paris. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about um, one of the interviews that came out uh, of the event as well. Um, so we'll get right into it. Live letter 49. Um, not a lot in here, unfortunately. Um, so they, they gave us three things. They talked about, uh, the new PVP map coming up. They talked about Eureka Hidados, and they finally talked about the Final Fantasy collaboration, uh, yeah. Final Fantasy 15 collab- I had honestly forgotten about it. <laughs> and then they, like, come out and they show the trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, that was, like, that was a thing. <laughs> a thing that's I remember, I remember that. Um, so Hidden Gorge, um, it's, it's a weird live letter because we knew a lot of the things this is almost mm-hmm. like a recap because it's like right. it's fan fest. We need a live letter. Um, so they talked about the new map, Hidden Gorge. Um, they talked about gob trains. Um, teams will be able to I take control. I thought you were going to be excited about the trains. Why would I be excited like, about trains? Initially, when they showed us train tracks in uh, that particular area, Central Fanland, you were like, mm-hmm. Ooh. like literally Back like six day. six years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because we were thinking wow. like Doom Train. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Back that in, back I mean, it's, it's nice to to have something that like links up to those train tracks, and they were like, "Oh right, they're for Cerulean." Oh, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it makes sense. Why have we never seen any trains? Uh, because the goblins are busy playing with them. <laughs> yeah. Who I think let I them do this. <laughs> why? Why are we letting right? them? I think it'd be hilarious if they added something like you know how like sometimes you see you'll see like alpha and omega wandering around or you'll see like a, a random retainer like mining or something. They need to have mm. something in Central Fanolin now with their with with the, the the track where you just see a gob train go by and there's just like a <laughs> goblin on top with like a little bit of bubble text like this isn't where we're supposed to be and just. <laughs> I, would, I would love that on the provision that it runs people over and kills them. Yes. It's mm. gotta hurt people. <laughs> be great. Okay. You know, do it. Do it like uh, like falling damage, right? It won't kill you, but if you yeah. have aggro, it'll kill you. I think that's it's like a fall, like falling damage. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I would love to see a little gobby handcart with two goblins. You know, like just furiously, like we gotta get there. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Who knows? Maybe 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 they'll do that. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna camp after the patch. I'm just gonna camp out in Central Thanalan yeah, on the tracks. Just, just, just see what happens. Screw actually back. doing any of the patch. Handcart, please. Yeah. <laughs> the siding is Eureka, so it's you know. Yeah. Uh, so the cab trains, you can essentially take control of the of the whole station, and then you'll be able to claim whatever cargo's on them. So 
this can include keys for gob tanks, ceruleum, um, and other other resources and stuff. Um, the trains are going to roam around uh, on the map. There's tracks on the map, and if you get hit by them, it'll do a bunch of damage and knock you back. So, um, I I think the question here is how fast are they going to be moving, right? Because uh, yeah, I can't imagine uh, they would be going Brave that Lux. fast. No, I think think like Brayflux, the guy around the outside. Oh. Not super fast, Maybe. but it's mm-hmm. fast enough. If you're not paying attention, you're gonna get yeah. flattened. That's that's the, that's been like the name of the game. I feel like with this last patch is like just you got to look on the outsides of things. Like stuff is happening around you. Yes. Stop stop t- getting tunnel vision and and take a minute to just to just. <laughs> Good look. luck. Uh, we've also got goblin mercenaries that are gonna roam the map. Um, mm-hmm. They'll just kind of attack everybody, and then uh, if your team can win them over by dealing more damage, uh, you'll essentially like hire him and then he'll, he'll fight for you mm-hmm. so kind of a interesting of the way to make up real friends yeah <laughs> you don't people make friends yeah um, and that's that's essentially it that's really all they they talked about for for pvp um they showed a little like a short brief trailer after going back and forth a couple times they had a lot of technical issues yeah. <laughs> during this live letter unfortunately um but this as well as uh eureka Hidatos, this is out uh tuesday on on the 12th so uh yeah, if you need to get caught up in in anything, now's the time. <laughs> Do it right right now. Don't wait for the audio of this to come out. Do it right now. If you're watching live, get caught up right now. Wait about an um, hour and then go. Listen, <laughs> listen. Have us have us on a different screen and yeah. play and get caught up. Eureka right is perfect I mean, for that. If you're trying yeah. to catch up in Eureka, definitely you can do both. Yeah, Eureka, go back in and time. And go make a sandwich. Like three days, <laughs> get caught up. Um, so Eureka Hidatos, we actually got a lot of new info, which, which I appreciate yeah. from this part. Um, mm-hmm. The Baldessian Arsenal. This is going to be that oh, new so cool. uh, ultra high end public instance dungeon. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's That's a mouthful the way for you. They got me out of Pagos. I'm in Pyros now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to get in on this. <laughs> this might actually be fun and interesting. Yeah. Um, so uh, up to 56 players can enter this thing at once. Um, the requirements they say are going to be very strict. Um, so they gave us some bits of it, but not everything. So we know that you'll need to complete the Eureka story, which is a given, right? Like, that'll be... You'll have to hit level cap. All right. Um, you'll need certain items. We don't know what those items are. <laughs> I'm guessing they're probably going to be drops from all of the um, yeah, area stuff. bosses. You know, yeah. it, it, it could be it could be NM drops. It could be um, a certain amount of Logos yeah. actions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, they could tie it behind Logos actions. They could tie if they really wanted to be dicks about this. They could tie it into the amount of Magicite that you need. Hmm. Could you imagine if you needed that extra Magicite from Pyros to get into this? Oh. <laughs> It'd be terrible, but I could see him doing it. <laughs> All the people that have been selling those uh, items to get the extra Magicite are kicking themselves now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the the one uh, the Skulls Claw is like sixteen mil. I think on, on Gilgamesh, when it sells, the ones that are up there now Whoa. are listed at 46. Whoa. Oh my goodness. It's insane. Of course, with this update, presumably, if that was a thing we needed, they would adjust it, right? Because that's... They yeah. would have to. Nobody would ever do the <laughs> arsenal if, if they made that a requirement. Um, but then they also say that um, you might only be able to enter at certain times as well. Um, mm. So I'm really, I'm really curious what... All these requirements are and i'm also really worried that if they make them too strict that nobody's gonna be able to like qualify and get in because you're already locked into this kind of weird instanced area right so you go in 
Because you can party finder, but only with eight people. I, I don't think you can enter an alliance party finder party. into Eureka. Um, I don't know. No, I don't. Think. I don't think you can. So you would need to have, you know, get in there, have enough other people that also meet those requirements. Make sure you have all the items. Make sure it's the right time of day or like whatever that is. Like, <laughs> I don't like. I get that it's hard, but like, there's also a part of me that's like. You can have it be hard, but, like, let us go in. <laughs> right? Like, if it's going to kick our ass, let us accept willingly that it'll kick our ass, but let us at least get in there, you know, maybe, like, without a lot. Maybe you want it to be a little bit difficult to get in so that the people who are there actually really want to be there. And that's and that's that's another an, another, yeah, and that's that's another valid point, but it's it's one of those things. They're not going to screw around in the corner. Yeah. In AFK. theory. Yeah. In theory. I mean, it's... You know, you, you look back, and, and really the only kind of comparison we have to this, right, is DNM 2.0. Mm -hmm. And it's that could get trolled so easily. And e yeah. e even after all this stuff, with all the work and all the restrictions, you could still have somebody come in and just, like, pull and wipe yeah. everybody. And the problem with this is that you can't be raised <laughs> in mm -hmm. the Baldessian Arsenal. If you die, that's it. You're done. Uh, so that's that's rough. Um, it's a rogue you'll list. also you'll also level down. You'll lose experience. Yeah, Just yeah. You'll down. you'll you'll have to eat the level down. Um, they mm -hmm. also talk about um, there's going to be traps and enfeeblements that will restrict certain types of magic, and that's where they mention that you can't raise. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to apply. There is that logo section that can give you a chance of re-raise. I don't know if that's going to nix that too. Mm -hmm. um, that might be like your one way out. Like if you're going to wipe, pop that real quick and cross your fingers i don't know um they confirmed absolute virtue um so that'll be that'll be interesting to see what they yeah. do with him um uh, we we of course saw the the model for that in the uh, the 4.5 trailer so we've known that he was probably coming but they did confirm yes it is our old buddy av um they released another image as well that shows this big dragon uh, a lot of people are speculating maybe it's vertra um but you know who who knows there but uh yeah, that's that's what we got from the live letter for Hydatos. I'm excited. Um, I'm worried it's going to be too hard but to get into the arsenal. Eureka so much. I mean, yes. <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of those things where, like, I've been actually doing a lot of Eureka the last this past week. So mm -hmm. like, I got up to, to level fifty. I got my mountain pyros. I've got my my weapon done. I just have to roll the RNG now to get it uh, to be a little better. But it's one of those things where. As you're working up, it sucks having to walk everywhere. Once you like finally hit cap and get the mount, it's so much easier and so much more enjoyable to just like hop in there and oh, just yeah. go around and kill stuff. But that that process of getting to that point can be rough. Um, definitely. Uh, when I I got in Pyros last night for the first time, I had two friends with me who were already fifty, and they both had uh, two seater mounts. So thanks, guys. Actually, those are the two guys that actually listen to the show. So thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll, we'll, we'll get into this in a little bit, but I just want to say big shout out to Square for thinking, hey, let's introduce a four-person mount yeah. months after High yes. Dados when yes. it would be relevant. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. It's... But but yeah, no, I, I agree. Having having the, the people willing to tote me around was super great. And as soon as yeah. we, were, we were both like, we got to go to bed, I was like, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. I'm still it's elemental rough. level 17. That's all I got to say about Eureka. Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. You'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. I can try. 41. Maybe. Yeah. There you go. Baby steps. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yesterday it's... I was 34, so hooray. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the leveling goes buggy. quick. So you got you got seven levels in what a couple of hours? Yeah, it's not, it's not no, terrible. It's not All I did it's was sit bad. there and, and you know yeah. watch a movie and also do Eureka. Though. There you go. I am, I am diametrically opposed to playing a game while watching Netflix. Like if I'm playing a game, I should I know, be playing a game. I can't, do it. I can't do it. That's why I didn't do it in the first place. I can't. That's fair. I can understand uh, that. I mean, if, if it wasn't for, for Game of Thrones Blu-rays, I don't know if I'd have my crafters and gatherers up to where they are right now, though. I don't know how you can only do one thing. How can you only play a game? I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, like, even when it's Eureka. I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching Netflix right now. <laughs> even when I'm in Eureka, I'm like, I got to do my rotation right. It's like, nobody cares. I just, it's just the thing that I do. I don't know yeah. why. I've never been able to not do that. It's so when you fall asleep, your fingers still do the right thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, Eureka yeah. is actually a really good place to like practice and learn yeah. alt jobs. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I started yeah. playing Red Mage in there because yeah. it's so easy mm -hmm. to play Red Mage in there. And then suddenly I was like, oh, this is how Red Mage works. Oh, this is really cool. And then I went and started raiding on, on Red Mage a bit. And I was like, no, oh, I could do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's there's never a, a shortage of raises or, or cures needed either. So it's you can do a little yeah, bit of everything true. on Red Mage in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know when I was doing Pagos is the worst. Um, it was, you know, when in development, it was, it was, they'd already planned it. And so by the time feedback came back for Anemos, they're like, mm. well, it's too late now. We'll add it <laughs> over here. But like Pagos, like have fun, everybody. Um, have you seen the feedback from the, the Korean community got Pagos like just recently? No. Mm -hmm. They've decided it is entirely not grindy enough. <laughs> Well, I believe that. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, Korea, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. That's crazy. Um, I mean, it, the thing that I, I've liked about Eureka though is it gave me a reason to like want to hop back on Machinist because as a mm. melee, some of those mm. fights like really like if 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 you have too many people and there's a little bit of lag or whatever, like if you're a melee, you're gonna die. Like it's guaranteed. Mm. But with a Machinist, I can just kind of stand back and just just shoot it and pretend I'm like contributing. You know, lots of in out mechanics, and it's just like, no, nah, I'm just out out. Yeah, you know, it's same. it's it's rough because there's the uh, there's actually the there's a goblin mercenary in Pyros, and he mm. does the same little like logos above the head as in uh, what yep. was that a eight yeah or something? And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I don't remember no. any of this. I don't know Nine. what it means, but I see everybody Five. else moving, so I am also going to move. Twelve, <laughs> thirteen, seven. I don't. Yeah, that's the key. If everybody else starts running away, join them. Also yeah. run away. Follow them. Um, probably. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been rough. But once you get to that point where you have a mount, or if you have a friend that has a mount or whatever, it makes it so much more easier. And it's mm. in an, in a way, it's nice to be able to just jump in and do something. Mm. Um, but you kind of have to earn that. Yeah. Access, you know. So. Um, it's a mixed bag. It's not for everybody, and it's yeah. it's it's going to be even harder to catch up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, once it's we start getting into five like nobody's going to be in Eureka, and not it's going to be period. impossible to yeah. catch up. So yeah, I don't I know. So. You know, I think people will still be just doing it for the rally grind because I, I see people doing like maybe for rally grinds all the time. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But I think I think the problem is is like previous relic grinds. It was like mm. go spam like a one s for light. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not go into this whole other zone. So it's it's that's also fate based. It, so the if you have yeah. a smaller amount of people, it will scale down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll but, just yeah. have to. I think they have to time that scale. They have to make it easier to solve. It. Like you can already yeah. solve most of yeah. it. They'll have to. They'll have to make changes. Yeah. 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 For sure. 
I might try this week. <laughs> and if I do, I will tell you how horrible it is. And then, then we'll have a hands-on trying to catch up. From oh, there you go. I'm so excited for high data. You guys are buzzkills. It look, the area looks great. Like what they, they showed they, they showed Yoshida walking around with, with God mode on and then he was surprised when he got killed after walking right in front of a toad. It's like what did you think was gonna happen? No, <laughs> he Sorry. was he was like, Hey, hey you, hey look at me. Hey, hey, hey. It, it wasn't paying attention to him. It was adorable. So he turned it off, yeah. <laughs> he turned it off and it kills him. He's like, What the hell? What did I do to you? <laughs> but it looks really cool, the the the, what the, the water rises, they call it, it backwards yeah. waterfalls. Like yeah. that's such a cool like yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It looks so I good. Want, I was I, I wanna be there. I just don't want to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the first train. Yeah. And just, that was oh, my, my biggest problem with with uh with Pyros is after going through Pagos, half mm-hmm. of Pyros is still snowy. And I'm like, I'm so done with snow areas after Pagos. It's so pretty. Like I got in there. The first thing I thought, like as I'm walking through the very first area, was like why do Fusion say this is terrible? This is so pretty. Because <laughs> I remember you saying that. It's, you know, it's... I, I like yeah. snow, so... My, my mind has changed a little bit over time, but it's still... It's it's not for everybody, I think, is really the biggest takeaway. is It's it's just rough. Like, I, I've got another friend of mine, too, that's... Um, he's in Pagos right now, trying mm-hmm. to get caught up. And he's just... he's just You know, any, any terrible scenario that could happen has happened. And it's just... Sure. It's like, <laughs> I don't know sure. if I need this relic that bad. I'm like... <laughs> Probably not, but no. you know it's. It I'm sucks because that at this point, right? For really for a lot of people, like isn't a thing you need to get into the whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm waiting it. for uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the Baldessian Arsenal to be a requirement to finish their relic weapon, and then the relic weapon is just like an urn skin weapon from like eleven. Yeah. <laughs> that's the final. That's the final form. So I mean. Yoshida explicitly said that it's not going to be required for the Eureka story. Yeah. Didn't, Didn't say, say anything about the weapon. The yeah. <laughs> That'd be rough. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. It's just, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I think a lot of people are going to groan for the first few weeks. But then once people figure out stuff, maybe it won't mm-hmm. be a big deal. Like, it's just, I feel like that's how Eureka hard. has happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be, like, I think it's going to be hard in the way that, like, the later levels of Palace of the Dead and Heaven on higher hard in mm. just that like there there is gonna be traps that will screw you with RNG. Uh yeah. It's going to you know, feel like you've got high stakes, but like the fights themselves are probably not gonna be that. Yeah. There's fifty six people. There's there's no like real mechanics that you can do with 56 people there's a reason why we don't do 40 well i mean we, I don't we, think it's there is people like on the same fight at yeah. the same time doing the same thing it's just like 56 people are in, in general yeah. yeah i mean that's the thing too okay. we don't know how it works it could be you go in there and there's a bunch of rooms you can only have like a party in a room or like we have yeah. no idea how this thing is gonna that's work true. we do know that there's that's like true. an osmo kind of boss mm-hmm. yeah we don't know how that'll operate, but yeah, I, I it's. I immediately assumed that it was like a pretty old school sort of open dungeon in the yeah. there's people yeah. in there, but they're all going to be like spread out doing their mm. own objectives. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, sounds more fun. <laughs> so I guess then the question too is like, is there, if it's if it's open, right? There's not going to be some kind of linear path, so you could go in and be like, all right, like. What oh. boss are we going after? Yeah. And then what does yeah. that drop? And like that's a cool idea. Yeah. Um yeah. as as long as it's not impossible to get in, that's my mm-hmm. biggest concern at this point, is is what the requirements are gonna be. Um because mm-hmm. you're already locked into an instance with a max of 144 people. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, I don't know, we'll see. I'm 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 really curious to see how they do this. Mm-hmm. 
And I also want to see what what more uh, Final Fantasy XI Easter eggs they throw in here for us. Mm-hmm. So there's always there's always gonna be something. So that's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's we, it. Hmm? When do we get out of Pyros? I was so far behind at that point. I, I don't actually know. As far uh, as was that the, was the little there's, dancer guy? There's a Taru Taru minion wearing a vermi cloak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. And gosh, is that it? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, that might be it. I can't think mm. of of what else the is the mouth. In there. There's the flaming. Yeah. Minion. Yeah, but that's not that's not an eleven thing. No, it's not. It's a cool um, thing. It is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a there's, yeah I mean there's there's the the one minion, hmm. But I don't. That might be it. I'm just gonna look at this page over here on Gamerscape. I mean you can oh. you can always you can always go back to uh, to Pagos and try and farm up uh, an O hat if you're really. Oh pass. <laughs> yeah yeah. No. no. Those things all those things were impossible to get. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh was, uh, Kurt and I in the chat saying Mithra was the no, the Mithra was, minion. Yeah. That was, that was that was Pegasus or Anemos? Oh, yeah. Anemos, yeah, Anemos was yeah, the Mithra. Was uh, yeah. Pagos was the Elvan. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think, and then yeah, I was oh, trying to remember. Like Dammel, I knew uh, a Dalmo calf. Oh, the Dalmo okay. minion. Okay. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Little Dalmos. I remember Dalmos. Yeah, mm. that's it. According that's to it. <laughs> two minions, <laughs> enjoy your nostalgia. And you know, a bunch of furniture and that mount we mentioned. Yep. The furniture got... uh, from this I really like. Mm-hmm. I've gotten so many spice there. racks and wooden plates this past week. <laughs> if you want to give me any of them. <laughs> there you go. I haven't uh, gotten any. I've, all I get is logo crimps. It's The grind is real. It's mm-hmm. it's it's tough to get those. I mean, the the benefit is, like, if you're just one of those people that just has money, you can just buy them and hope that you get the ones that you need after you appraise mm-hmm. them. I but, have money, but I'm so frugal. Mm-hmm. I I spent what did I, I spent like 460k I think today on oh, 10 good. on 10 um it, well it's rough because so once you get once you get your your relic to the point where you need to farm light um people have found the the best way to farm light which is to d level get naked and then just mm. cast reflect <laughs> yeah that's what I've been doing this is yeah yeah this is this is a real thing um, and okay. so my, my issue is I've, I haven't been able to get shell to make reflect. So I, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I'm just going to buy some things. I got like yeah. eight stone skins and two shells. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. But, but what else are you going to spend gill on? You know, like whenever I see yeah. anything that I can actually like go to the market board and spend my gill on, I'm like, oh, awesome. My, my gill is something, <laughs> something that, that has right. value. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I was finally able to get a, a house on Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. So last week, week before, so it's like I don't nice. like. It's not like a medium plot's gonna magically become available anytime soon. So it's like, mm-hmm. might as well just spend it the might, money on that. With the word world transfers, yeah, perhaps. Uh, well, that's perhaps. that's a little ways off. That's a little. Yeah, we'll, it's we'll, a save, while, yeah. we'll save for that later. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so Final Fantasy <laughs> 15 collaboration. They finally uh, showed this off. We we had hints of of what we might get um, after they did the actual collaboration in 15 um mm-hmm. so noctis and the regalia are in aors yeah i don't know like i understand like he could come through but he just happens to have the car with him that's a little weird you know it's one of the 
<laughs> I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's weird. He just crashed into a wall, you know, like a canyon wall, and he just somehow shunted into Eorzea. That's just how it works. <laughs> it's like the it's like the old road road runner cartoons right? right you know he just paints paints the road and there's like a you know the little tunnel on the wall except instead of a tunnel it's an interdimensional portal and yeah well it's it's weird though because after playing the 15 side of the collab we know how that mm-hmm. worked on that side he just right. kind of like poofed and then came back you know mm-hmm. but uh but yeah we have the car so whatever um they show uh they show noctis uh his armager now has like uh, Final Fantasy fourteen weapons, which is pretty cool. Just cool, yeah. Uh, it looks like we might get Warp Strike as a duty action in a fight against uh, the version of Gruda from fifteen, which was yeah. actually introduced for the collab, which is interesting. Um, yeah, they show camping, little bare bones. There's no like Coleman branded stoves or tents or anything. <laughs> if I hope we not... get an item. Yeah, is, like those those uh, suns and moons, which you can just place for lighting, but it's like a place campfire. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's not cooking my dinner at the camp, so I don't care. Where <laughs> we'll get, we, we should get, um, if if the um, the the, the uh, photo frame from 15 is any indication, we should be getting yeah. a Kenny Crow minion. Which is, that's cool. Collab. So that's yeah. cool. Um, and then, of course, we'll get the Regalia mount, which is confirmed to be a four-person mount. Which um, is amazing. Really curious to see what they make us do to have to get that, because mm-hmm. you would think they would make us have to do a lot hopefully not like glowing ghost yokai watch grinding amounts i'm sure the greater fight will give you a couple of yeah. tokens and you'll need to do it like you just need to spam exactly. that a few times and yeah it's just yeah. another yeah, pretty bird dog yeah this, this <laughs> is also it's a level 50 yeah yeah. Which is interesting, which makes me think that it might be a little bit more like the Rathalos event in that it's mm-hmm. permanent mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, most of the collabs we've could had. Be. Well, the, yeah. you know, the interesting part about that, though, is they do show um, some clips. And I don't know um, what the fights are going to be like outside of that instance with Garuda. But they show, you know, my, my, my mind thinks back to, like, the lightning event mm-hmm. uh, where the they fates, had the different yeah. the fates and stuff. Because we see, like, the, the soldiers... Um, from from EOS and, mm-hmm. and fighting that yeah. and that that makes me think it's probably an outside fate but you know we don't we don't know for sure yet but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how everything is is implemented for I sure. want to bring a blue mage in no matter what if it's at 50, <laughs> you know you could try it right it, as long as it's not like yeah of party. course you could I didn't even do it that. That let's do it huh. <laughs> hell yeah just blow things up with missile I mean if you get enough people it'll work the dev team is just like watching people the day the event goes live they're like ah crap we forgot all about blue match yes this is i mean you know this has been in the works for a while so who knows when it was supposed to come out was it supposed to be before blue mage or after blue mage i don't know they're just gonna be like ah shit we didn't we didn't make grid or immune tail screw yeah well (laughs) i don't know know. there you go maybe you just won't be able to go in no you have to check the first day. You have to. Oh, absolutely. And then you have to get in there and kill her a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, before the hot fix. Before, before the hot fix. That's one of my, that's one of like my biggest, like, like, I don't know if I'd say it's like a regret, but like, I wish that my summoner was up high enough that I was able to do the Titan Eggy tank thing. Oh, like when that was yeah. a thing, like right after first game, like that would have been fun to like little, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was fun when they, when they undid that. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that was, that was just creative thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh well. Yeah. And so 
yeah so that'll be uh released in uh mid-april for the final fantasy 15 collaboration um so just in time for everybody to not need uh four-person mounts in in eureka anymore (laughs) do you guys think they're gonna gonna, like retroactively make any of the older mounts four person because i'm looking at the whale Mm. mount and i'm like why is that yeah i mean when when we first saw the whale mount everyone's like this is it this is the moment this is the four-person mount yeah right yeah yeah nope i I want uh, at least four people on the snake you get from the first uh omega Oh yes, the long snake on the different like yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, the person has to be holding on to the back Hang of the, the snake. Tail. Like, ah, <laughs> I think it'll be I. It'll be really interesting too to see because the 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 size of the mount can't vary, right? Like you, you know, I'm going around Eureka. I see like the Lalafell on the little like Fenrir motorcycle, and it's like this little dinky like thing. Mm-hmm. And then you see like anyone else, and it's huge. But with a mm-hmm. car, like. If you're like a Lalafell, you're not gonna have a little dinky car because what if you're a Lalafell and you have like f- like three Rogadin in your party that want to ride? Like that's not gonna work. <laughs> you should have spoke to that in the live though, and you said that basically yeah. there's gonna be sort of like custom animations and stuff for each race, and like mm-hmm. a Lalafell driving the car is gonna be basically like up hanging onto the steering wheel like this. <laughs> there was a there was an illustration Black I saw um, shortly after that where it was a. A Lalafell like holding on like that, but then there were two other Lalafells pushing the pedals underneath them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the fourth one's just in the back seat, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it was also really cool seeing this. Uh, the car transforms when you go into in a flight, oh, so yeah. which, I, which I appreciate. Like I was yeah. really hoping they would like. I get why they probably didn't with the Fender bike because they've yeah. had that model forever, and they mm-hmm. just finally implemented it. But like, mm-hmm. it's cool to see like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. done with it when they go into flying it's it's you know it's not like just like oh yeah it just also flies like whatever you know you don't need to change anything up for it starts hovering off the ground like a brick you know it's just like <laughs> the tires just flip up and noctis is like well, we're going we don't need roads and they just back to the future yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. the flipping yeah. wheels but if they did nothing it would be because the motorcycle does nothing you just go yeah and i'm in the air like you gotta do something yeah yeah so. Anyway, so, uh, I was gonna say, they did say there would be more Eureka like content in uh, 5.0, so we still have that chance to carry around half the party. That's true, that's true. but I mean, at, at... more exploration. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Eureka's, Eureka's gonna be done. Yeah, they're gonna do 3.0. Like... All oh, right. Boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, DM. I think DM's gone. I, I will use that map regardless because oh yeah i oh, yeah, i right. often log on uh, my alts and myself and then i'm hanging out with a friend so mm-hmm. there you go jump in one person there you go yeah absolutely uh so that's it for the live letter um i mean really the biggest thing to kind of come out of that was probably just the 15 collab <laughs> but uh we did we did get some get, uh some new stuff on on the buddhist in arsenal to school um hidden gorge we kind of knew about um yeah there was there was the talk with um yeah. I forget her name Ayumi mm-hmm. yeah yeah there was some interesting Who's stuff adorable. in there horrible absolutely oh my gosh she's yeah. so adorable there was some really interesting stuff in there actually yeah as far as like development wise um mm-hmm. which is which is cool that they give us mm-hmm. a glimpse um I wasn't in a blind rage or anything at any time 
<laughs> just I, the limitations. Were you like, expecting to be? Uh, no, no, no. I just it's just the limitations <laughs> that they're talking about. I'm like, this is two thousand. You probably didn't notice, but we made your capes work by put, putting them on a skirt. No, we all noticed. Yeah, we definitely, and that's cool. <laughs> that's great. I think that's so. I think that's so awesome. Like, yeah, when you have limitations to work with. I think you mm -hmm. work far mm -hmm. more creatively. Right. Um. I I really liked. I think perhaps my favorite anecdote that came out of that whole thing was the fact that. Uh, Alize and Alphano were developed because they needed two characters, but they only had the resources to make assets for one character. Right. <laughs> so Yoshida was like, oh, well, I guess they're twins. <laughs> and you just look at like how far like Alize and Alphano have come as characters since mm -hmm. then. It's like, it's so cool mm -hmm. that that's the reason they were like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was, that was really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I thought was really cool out of that was um, Ayumi told an anecdote about um, when, because she'd been around in 1.0, when mm -hmm. they were first told as a team that they were going to be getting a new... Uh, I love that. Yeah, I know. the Yeah, yeah. I love all, this one. They were all like, you know, basically, you know, in a meeting mm -hmm. about to be introduced to their new developer. Uh, and the then CEO, who was the CEO before Matsuda? Um, um, never remember his name. Yeah, Mr. Housing. Mr. Housing. Yeah, um, yeah, Mr. Exactly. Housing. Yeah. I can't remember um, the real name, but I remember yeah. the... Um, oh. So he, he started talking about Yoshida-san, and uh, Ayumi and Amaya immediately thought of Akihiko Yoshida, the mm -hmm. artist. Yeah. And was like, oh, that's crazy. Really? No <laughs> way. And apparently, like, most of the dev team were like that as well. They're like, oh, it's going to be Akihiko Yoshida. Oh, I thought he was an artist. What's he going yeah. to produce? And then Yoshida came out and like his leather jacket and all his rings and shit. And the whole dev team's just like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, like, we're, we're fucked. Like, this is it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, to clarify on the blind rage, I just, I hate that there are limitations. I, mm. I, you know, I haven't talked about it before, but I am in the industry in a company that's not Square Enix. So I don't say anything like that, but mm. it's like, they're stuck so far in the past and there's so much like taking bones out of the skirt to make the cape i know i know it's it's so it's innovative it's great it's amazing but they shouldn't have to do that square enix mm. is such a giant company they're mm. talking about not getting time to do motion capture for the animations and that are you are you kidding me like come on <laughs> ah, it's, it just, it's a it's, shame now like it's yeah. a real real shame now that they're having those problems yeah but when you look at it historically, you look at yeah. after 1.0, the fact that they had those restrictions for 2.0. Yeah, that makes sense. It, make, yeah. it, make, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, and the fact they that they sort of, you know, pulled it out regardless yeah. and were so innovative and made something so incredible. It's just like, wow. Yeah. But um, you just you just think that like all those budget restrictions that they had in 2.0 would be gone now. They would still have to deal with that for sure. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's what that's what makes me angry. I'm like, just put more time, more development, yeah. more money into it. We all love it no. so much. No. Like you have fan finances. I know. <laughs> but it's just like, ah, oh, I want so much more. Well, how but, do you how do you think we Australians feel? We're looking at like every MMORPG on the sure. market. Australians mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and Matsuda's like, oh, I don't know. The Japanese servers, like, you know, they're not being run into the ground by the number of Australians on. So, ah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Two hundred yeah. ping, ah, that's all right. Yeah, I, fine. I love the dev team, and I love what they've been able to do. But I'm just like, mm -hmm. when are they going to get their due? When are they going to, yeah, you know, get more 
involvement from Square. Maybe, maybe it's happening, maybe mm. it's not, but I, I don't know. It's just uh, uh, you know, what, something that this reminds me about is back when they did the their A Realm Reborn media tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm trying to remember if it was just kind of his his general speech that he gave us, if it was from a question that we had asked. But um, the idea of like he always wants to keep 14 current. Small. Oh, um, okay. Like in terms of like technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are they are they planning something like? Yeah. You know, well, maybe maybe at Tokyo he comes out and he's like, so all this footage we showed you, that was the old engine. <laughs> that would be insane. I yeah, but I don't know about that. That would be that would be six and there's like five new areas in six and that's it. <laughs> yeah. But that's there's a whole new engine, so we're fine. Like that's because right. that, that would take wow. so much time to do something like that. There's what Yoshida wants, and then there's what Matsuno is willing to concede in. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, oh. that corporate structure. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. yeah, I liked that uh, during her interview. He, uh, she, she said that uh, Yoshida uh, initially was like, "No, make sure that these are all very iconic. Make sure that it's kind of the same as it's always been." And then this time, he was like, "Have fun." Go. And then we, we got to see some of her designs, and she was yeah. excited to see that people like the designs. Mm-hmm. And I'm personally excited to see the rest of the designs. Me too, yeah. After seeing yeah. what they showed us. Because we, we, we got kind of uh, yeah. a, a little peek at, uh, we did, what was she? We saw Machinist, we saw, um, there was like a slide that just showed Asha. three. And they didn't like show them directly like they did with like Paladin and Black Mage. Um, but mm. it was... Um, Red Mage Mach- was one. Astro was one. Yeah, Black Mage was Mach- Machine Machinist was on a, on the slide. I think it was it was either right. like Samurai Ninja or Monk, like one of those. Probably Samurai. Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, remember. Yeah, I think that Samurai had like a weird like the mask, and it was like yeah. a yeah. And then there was uh, I forget what the other one was. I thought the other oh, one yeah. was Paladin because it was blue. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was might Paladin. Have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And obviously, we've seen the yeah. not not yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. So we got some so, more to see, and I can't wait. Yeah, I've I've loved the. Uh, it's always yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. I can't wait to see what the dragoon is. Oh, you so. know, spikes in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> this time the spikes go inwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's why dragoons become uh, warriors of darkness. Oh no! <laughs> the angst. This this new armor looks awesome, but it hurts so good. <laughs> I just want to know how much skin I will be showing as a summoner. I just want to know because it's always it. a bit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was my biggest thing with Stormblood was the the complete open back on the minor body. Like, oh yeah, what? That, no, <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> I I was on one hand I was like. That would that would keep me nice and cool. That'd be good because right. you know, like like I've worked with with Maddox smashing away at rocks and like mm-hmm. get really yeah. sweaty. But then I was like, my back would get so sunburned. This is not <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm still glamoring my my Heaven's Word minor gear for that one. Mm. Those little uh, little bits and bobs in the belt. One of them is just sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so before we do have uh, a uh, some interview stuff we want to jump into, but uh, Ethis, how was FanFest? Because you were out there. Last yeah, week. it was. Um, I mean, it was crazy. I uh, 
it was hard to believe that I was in Paris. Um, it's it's funny. It's a really different atmosphere to the North American one, and I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that you know the North American ones at Vegas, like everyone's yeah. drunk, everyone's in like party mode. Yeah. Oh yes. Like <laughs> during the keynote, like in Vegas, like everyone's screaming, and mm -hmm. I, I was looking around the keynote in Paris, and everyone's just like. <laughs> nice. I was like, "Whoa, yeah, Europe." Right. <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was very cool. It was um, a little bit more laid back. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to do much socializing. I didn't get to do much of the events. I was basically just writing the whole time because mm. uh, I was over there on commission. But um, mm -hmm. no, it was it was a blast. It was really cool. The venue was amazing. Uh, I think the the actual like uh, convention center, the the venue was a lot better than the Vegas one. Mm. Um, I, again, just had this impression that there, there were four and a half thousand people there, and they could have easily made it like double that size, mm. like so hmm. easy. Interesting. I heard somewhere that the the Japanese one is actually uh, yeah the biggest one, yeah, fifteen thousand, yeah. and and that uh, that's in I think this interview, but yeah. Uh, the JP Fan Fest in Tokyo, it's going to be 15,000 people, and they're renting out all the same halls that they use for Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. This thing is going to be massive. It's going to be insane. Yeah. It's going to be bigger than, like, NA and EU combined, and then some. Like, it's yeah. insane. It's insane. A lot of people have been mad about that, because the NA tickets, they sold out in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, saying like they yeah. easily could have sold fifteen thousand. But I think people have got to remember is that it's it's not just about, like... How many tickets they can sell it's about how stretched their team is and yeah like the na community team like every time they they get through uh fan fest they're just like they're so exhausted they're so spent they just yeah. don't have the resources there like there's not a lot of people on that actual team like mm -hmm. there's you know and mm -hmm. it's uh you know you have to also consider they book the venue a certain amount in advance Mm -hmm. um there are obviously there's certain areas that they're looking at you know scouting out for events like this my guess is they just keep going to, to vegas because yoshida likes to gamble like that's my <laughs> it's like yoshida's like uh let's go to vegas but california vegas over here <laughs> it kind of uh, works out because flights to vegas from most yeah. places in north america are cheaper just because they subsidize you going to gamble it's kind of central, not really, but almost north south wise, almost. Yeah. Well, but then, and then, yeah, well, right. okay, yes, yes. But then you also have to consider, too, right? <laughs> they have to fly all their staff out. They have to yeah. then hire local staff. Mm -hmm. they, have they have to, to ship product there. Like they have to ship all their stuff. Like that fat chocobo, you can't just like put that in a carry on. Like that, that's got to cost a bunch to ship out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and even you know, all that said, they did say next, next, well, not next year, but next time mm -hmm. they are going to look at going bigger just right. because of how yeah. much response yeah. there was. And, and I think, time. and then they went smaller. That's did true. They? Yeah. Well, so that's last time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and I think something else that's, that's really important, especially for an event this size, um, they have a lot more sponsors when they do events in Japan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, they're a lot more like evident. It's not like, you know, you go to like Vegas and there was like, there, I don't even remember the brand, but there was like some random, like it was like a PC builder or a monitor manufacturer. Mm -hmm. They just had like a little booth in the corner of like the one room. And I'm like, okay, yeah. like that's, that's cool. But <laughs> awesome. you know, yeah, you go to the, you go to the website for Tokyo fan fest. They got like a whole list of like sponsors and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and they always do whenever they're doing stuff in Japan, they always have a bunch of sponsors. 
Um, and so obviously that's going to help mitigate costs. It's going to help them get equipment for mm-hmm. the show. Like you need PCs and PlayStation 4s if you're going to have 15,000 people at an event. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that goes in. And I know every time we have it here in North America, the community team, I know they, they, they kill themselves like getting everything. Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into this stuff. And they're, you know, they do it so far ahead of time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just as soon as they're like, mm-hmm. Yoshida comes down. Yeah, so uh, FanFest 2020, it's just like, all right, like, here it goes. <laughs> and we're just on this treadmill for the next, like, eight months, like, yeah. trying to get this done. Yeah. And then, so a lot yeah, of people on social media, I'm saying, like, whoa, what, what the fuck, Squirty? Just do it bigger. Do it bigger here. It's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. you, you got it, guys. Whatever you whatever want, you, you want. want here? <laughs> Right? Yeah. Wanna work this for free? Right. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. How how was it in in comparison to uh, an NA in terms of just like operation and stuff with with lines and all that? Uh, I think the merch was a lot better in NA because they just had that like separate space for it. Like mm-hmm. everything, the 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 venue, the space was so cool for Paris, but it was all just in one like huge hall. Okay, um, and they had uh, a lot of like the the side shows, like like uh, the the battle challenges and stuff. They had them like up on uh, uh, on like balconies. Um, oh, okay. But they just had all the merchandise like at the back of the hall. Um, so because it was a lot more like central and salient, there was always like a much longer queue for it than there was uh, sure, yeah. at NA. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like it went, it went pretty smooth as as far as I could tell. They had a couple of technical issues um, for some of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw that. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it went really, really well. Cool. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, honestly, I I yeah. flew in the Friday night, mm-hmm. and then I flew out again on the Monday morning. And um, I spent most of my time sitting up in the media area, which was another balcony, just sort of like looking over the hall, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just writing because I had like, oh, geez, about 10,000 words worth of pieces to write. <laughs> I'm two thirds of the way through it. I've done, I've gotten two out of three done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, was, I was just in full work mode. So yeah. 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 I know how that can be. Mm. <laughs> Um, all right. So next up, uh, we have. Uh, so there were. This is interesting. There were two press conferences mm-hmm. um, at the Paris Fan Fest. Um, they had one uh, opening night, um, which went so well that they decided that they would invite JP Media back and do a second one the second night. Uh, <laughs> at this, I know. I know you were at the the first one. Give me give me some highlights from that that first press conference that everybody was at. Well. It wasn't as bad as the Vegas one. We didn't have someone banging on about ERP for 25 minutes. Yeah, there is that. (laughs) But I I just get the impression that um, most of the large, like, media outlets, they send out their MMO expert, you know, someone who's played WoW for 10 years and some of the other other things. And then a Touch 4 team. And they're asking the most asinine, stupid questions. Like, there was some guy that was like, oh, so, Yoshida, have you ever thought... Of returning the Final Fantasy franchise to turn-based. Yeah, and yeah. Was like, well, you you want fourteen to be turn-based? And he's like, no, I don't want fourteen to be turn-based. I want like I'm talking about like later games. And Yoshida's like, 
This is, a this is a Final Fantasy fourteen uh, press conference. Uh, <laughs> you know where you are right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there was uh, there was a lot of stuff like that. Mm. Uh, Very broad series type stuff. Not really yeah, a lot yeah. of fourteen. So, and then there was the yeah. one. I think it was like the last one that was asked. Asked about like um, it was like deep dungeon and Eureka, and then like Blitzball. And then, like, Yoshida only, like, answers the one and completely ignores everything else in the question. I'm like, that could have saved it right there if you yeah. had said something. But um, it's rough. There was a question about Mario Vieira. And, like, hey, mm. why not Mario yeah. Vieira? And Yoshida yeah. basically just made the point that there's still the Japanese fan fest to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we talked at length about that last <laughs> week. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk about it before, before yeah. Tokyo. I managed to get my question in, which was uh, basically about um, the challenge modifiers in, in Blue Mage for the weeklies in Mass Carnival, um, yeah. and whether we'd ever see challenge modifiers for other content, like Dungeons and Raids, yeah. uh, to make them more interesting in replayability and stuff like that. Um, and Yoshida basically said that he's got some ideas that he can't talk about, mm-hmm. but he yeah. does have some ideas sure. that works. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but other than that, I can't think if there are any other like really interesting questions to come out of that one. Again, I just thought it was so funny that when I found out that Yoshida was like, "All right, let's just get this guy and this guy and this guy back like tomorrow night and do a proper one." <laughs> it's it's really interesting because um, if you look at I think uh, Game Watch, I think it was the first Japanese outlet to post it. Yeah, so, um, it this yes. this is kind of introductory paragraph. He's basically saying, um, "Yeah, so like it." didn't really go great last night and so i was like oh I'll, like i'll follow up right we need a follow-up to actually get some questions asked and mm-hmm. then he got reached out to it's like yeah so uh tonight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you busy you doing anything <laughs> um which is just uh, i feel that i mean when i went to to frankfurt uh when they had uh the fan fest in germany last time there was i remember this one guy i'll never forget he stands up and he asked yoshida why final fantasy 14 is a subscription-based game <laughs> And Yoshida just looks at him, and he's like, "Ask your PR rep next." <laughs> he's just... ever, since then, ever since then, mm. I've noticed that whenever we have like one-on-one interviews with Yoshida, their PR normally briefs us on things not to ask him, and they're like, yeah. "Don't ask about free to play." <laughs> if you want to get kicked yeah. out, ask about free to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. And I mean, I've I've seen so many back and forths, uh, especially like on social media this this past week. It's like, why aren't they, you know, getting the fan outlets more more time to sit down with them? And I'm like, they need to have the broader outlets yes, do coverage. To. Like, yeah. it's not it's that not, they it's not it's not Square Enix's fault. It's mm-hmm. the big media outlets not sending people that know yeah. anything about the game and, and you're not necessarily going to have somebody that that does that stuff that's the thing it's all mm-hmm. of us like we're in like small specialty outlets you know mm-hmm. like whereas ign they're like there's a guy that likes final fantasy he's the only one that's even interested in going so we'll send him and it's well, I mean, you know they... I, I got sent by an outlet as like a, a specialty freelancer mm-hmm. and i okay. thought that was really really cool and i think yeah, that makes a lot of sense yeah. I don't understand why outlets like RPS and IGN and Kotaku yeah. don't do that. Instead, they send these jabronis who are their, you know, self-professed MMO yeah. expert. Mm-hmm. They, sure. Well, I think I think a lot of that. They are they they know anything about the game? It's just, yeah. I think a lot of the problem though too for that is if you're an outlet like that and you're like, we need somebody that plays this game or mm-hmm. is an expert in the genre. 
you can't test them on that knowledge. You're just like, I've played this stuff a lot. Okay, okay. great, sounds yeah. great. Right. If, you, if you say so. Yeah, like I, I have, I have, yeah. Is that when like they send that person and they're demonstrably ignorant about the game yeah. community, they send them again. Yeah, the don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they, they, they have the awareness to know that yeah. maybe we shouldn't send that person again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but uh, so far they haven't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I think it's important to note though it's it's not like the the big outlets are getting all the questions. Fan outlets are still there. We do yeah, get to true. ask stuff. It's just it's it's a mix, you know, and it's it's always going to be that way. And it has to be. Know, it has to. That's just the way things are. And and I know a lot of people uh, on on Twitter are like, you know, this is BS, and they shouldn't invite these big outlets anymore and just have it fan outlets. Well, that's great, but you. You know, from marketing, yeah. you're spending all this money on this event. You want the exposure on these bigger outlets. So that's just it's the way it is, unfortunately. Um, but um, we did have some interesting stuff um, come out of the uh, the second interview. Uh, again, we talked about uh, JP FanFest. is going to be 15,000 people. Um, so that's crazy. Um, one of these things we talked about uh, last week, we talked about the idea of um, Gunbreaker being a on like on purpose like being an off tank um and so they asked uh, right now the three tanks are well balanced um what will happen when you throw another job into the mix can you tell us roughly what gunbreakers special characteristics will be mm-hmm. and they say wait for wait until may for the answer yeah um again mm-hmm. probably look at you know may april we'll get another media tour or another live letter that'll have all the job information mm-hmm. uh, everything like we had with with the other expansions but um they say uh, we'll show you how the, the new tanks will differentiate themselves then. Um, we've had three tanks up to patch 4.5, and we see players' preferences going with regards to main tanking and off tanking. Um, and he doesn't think that it's good for those three tanks to form that kind of triangle. Um, so they're going to try and balance things out. Um, maybe they'll have two MTs and two OTs or make them capable mm-hmm. of both. Um, so they're working towards a compromise and stuff like that. So maybe maybe it will be an OT. Yeah. Maybe they'll all just be able to, to do it, which... You know, and again, it depends on uh, you know raid stuff, what they can do for mm-hmm. raids, and there's a lot of things to consider when when they're developing right. that. So I'll be interested yeah. to see how yeah. that works. Like when it was first announced, and we were talking about it, you know, it it just feels like how do they defend themselves? You know, you can look at some of them and you go, "All right, Paladin has a shield," you know, with magic. Yeah, with magic. magic. It's like they okay. Do these magic bullets right. and you, they can either use it to buff their attacks or they can or, use it to shoot out a magic shield right shield animation, like shoots yeah. it up and there's like oh there's like well we, we actually yeah. we actually see that in the uh, in the yeah. cg trailer yeah. yeah and it's it's like i can't wait to to see the full flavor of that you know like are these magic bullets like debuffing the enemy buffing yourself like how much stuff do they have and that's mm-hmm. that's what i'm excited for like i can't wait to see that because you know he's right. We have that triangle, and it doesn't suck, but it's not. I'm I don't just know. Worried. It's not compelling. I'm yeah. worried, and a lot of people are worried that these magic bullets are just going to be dark arts, and yeah. it's just like, well, yeah. we're just going to use the magic bullets <laughs> on everything because they make everything better. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I think my 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 curiosity is because we know Machinist is going to get a full rework. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. with with how it works now and how it'll work in 5.0, and now we have Gunbreaker that also uses ammunition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious how that is going to tie into like changes that are made to machinists. Are they both going to have ammunition? Like, you know, what kind of comparisons and stuff there's right. going to be uh, with with the mechanics? I think that'll I'm be really interesting. I'm interested to see if there's going to be any like specific synergy between the two of them. 
Mm. Yeah, there's gonna be any shenanigans where machines can like give Gunbreaker ammo. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's like that that MP giving ability. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like such fine. such like a niche thing, right? Where it's like we have a Gunbreaker tank, need a machinist now. I mean, guards just like, like but like that that you'd need yeah. a machine. But it would be cool if there was some kind of synergy. I the the, the dragoon and bard in the static are like, but, but what about us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we still have the piercing debuff. So, I mean, yeah, if it just yeah. benefits two classes, who cares, right? Yeah, so <laughs> fine. Like, yeah. Bards, <laughs> fine, you're out. You've had a good moment in the sun. Get out of here. We need bullets now. That's not yeah. arrows. No, no, we're getting rid of. We need bullets. We're in Ilzabon. Uh, we need fucking bullets, dude. <laughs> What's this stick gonna do? <laughs> it's a magic it. stick. You said magic before worked. Come on. <laughs> what if Bard is shooting guns? You just you shoot the oh, gun. Shooting out. guns. Yeah. What if, yeah. What or if a gun shooting machinists? <laughs> <laughs> just get right in. It's fine. You just you just take 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 the Lalafell in your in your set. The you get a Lalafell machinist. Put yeah. him on the bow. Yeah, Put him on and the then he can like just he can just like 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 Neo or like John Wick through the air with yeah. his gun. Yeah, mm -hmm. done. Mm. Fuck it's yeah. a fastball special, and they yours. Some. There, you <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I want it. Cast, you know, have have uh, some some mage class get mini. We'll just do the Ant Man Hawkeye thing. You know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> oh, I want that so bad. You get like a mini, like a mini, a mini Rogan and Monk on the end of the arrow. Just mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, uh. <laughs> We're not even um, Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, they talked about. Uh, they asked about uh, how we didn't get a hint for the second job. Yoshida's mm -hmm. always wearing a shirt. Like it's mm -hmm. it's a thing, right? And so uh, he asked, "Why didn't we get a hint?" And she was like, I don't know why you think there will be a hint every time. Ha ha ha. And I'm just like, fuck you, Like, I get that he, like, enjoys kind of playing with people. But at the same time, it's like, dude, just stop. Stop. He's like, the fact that my t-shirts end up being hints is completely coincidental. It's not to make people speculate. Of course. You could say he really danced around that subject. Oh. Ah. <laughs> um, this is this is interesting too. He says um, the fact that there's a I'm lot sorry. we can't reveal right now is because of yeah. more reasons, and we want players to be surprised. Mm. So like, is there just gonna be like a dancer that randomly shows up in in part two, yeah. and it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, here we go. The problem with this, and it was the same with um, uh, the the previous fan fest, is that the JB fan fest is coming before part two. Yeah, yeah. It's only it's only like a week before part two, but it's still before part two. And anything yeah. they reveal there, if they're worried about it spoiling <clears throat> things from part two, it's gonna mm -hmm. do it's it. Gonna yeah. Well, I I think I think the the only kind of benefit they have, or the the only option, is mm. if they do. And, and I I honestly, I, do they do trailers for part two? I can't remember. No, no, <laughs> no. Honestly, because a lot of um part two shots were in the trailer for four. Yeah. Yeah, like like they could do like a little, you know. My yeah. mind thinks, okay, there's a live letter in Tokyo. Show like mm -hmm. a real quick thing, mm -hmm. throw like just a little glimpse of something, mm -hmm. and that's and that's then... it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll be really curious to see. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people are thinking dancer. Yeah. Whether that's the case or not, I think after Gunbreaker, we are under the very 
good assumption that it'll be a healer, but mm-hmm. makes sense. You know, who knows? Who knows what we'll get? We'll find out in a month. All guns. Uh, give me the chemist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's it's funny they they announce Gunbreaker and at, at Paris, and then they you know shoot us on stage, and he's like, "What do you think the role of this new job is?" And then someone goes, "Healer," and you know, she was like, "Nice joke." <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love that that was great <laughs> he goes back to japan guys we need to make this next healer no scrap everything it shoots to heal we're just yep. <laughs> you got it there you go there you go we're finally getting musketeer <laughs> it's a healer <laughs> see and that's why machinist gunbreaker chemist synergy you know that's what it there is there you go there you go <laughs> um See, we talked uh Mil Vieira stuff. Uh she just says wait till Tokyo, which is mm-hmm. stop pl- I'm gonna be so upset if he comes out on Tokyo yeah. at, at the stage on Tokyo and he's like I I feel like he's gonna replay Blue Mage, right? Like so in Vegas he's like, Yeah, people were thinking like I, I said we probably wouldn't do another job before an expansion, but I never said we wouldn't. And if he comes out on Tokyo and he's like, yeah, we said Vera was probably the last race. We didn't say it was. like, And then, like, and then there's a male-only race, yeah. It feels it feels too predictable and facepalmy that, like, I hope they just be like, male Vera, and it's a thing because the we haven't really thing, had yeah. male Vera before, and yay. I mean, it's so. maybe maybe you feel like it's predictable. I don't. Mm. I mean, I, I actually <laughs> agree that that's probably what will happen, but yeah. I just... It's not, in, in my brain, the things didn't line That's up. That's fair. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll find out, right? Yeah. Um, Can I just interrupt you for a second? Yeah. Your shirt matches your chair. It does very, very well. <laughs> I don't know if that so, was on purpose. This, oh, like, this is this is actually more orange. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we than, see that, but yeah. This is just yeah. the stripe and the. This is my this is my my <laughs> Philly fusion oh, jersey. Yeah. Are you OW OWL starts up next week? That you're just like becoming your channel. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm just like becoming yeah, I'm just like (laughs) I keep noticing it and I'm like, I have to tell him this at some point. (laughs) Yep. I'm just it's gonna be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's gonna be really hard to go to the bathroom soon after I fully merge with this (laughs) chair. I need it I need it. I need I need to, I need to get the bedpan in here before it's too late. With the... Chairs don't go to the bathroom last I checked. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, so great. one of the one of the things we did talk about, uh, we just mentioned real briefly, um, the idea of the uh, the near raid. Yes. And so they asked him, as a fellow creator, what do you think of Yoko Taro? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. My first impression is that he's incredibly smart. Mm. Uh, his speech feels calculated in a different way from myself. Uh, I never compared us, but if I had to say, it's like he tries to leave some kind of scars on you. Uh, he wants his creations to leave yeah. some kind of mark on the player or reader, uh, any mark at all. Uh, I don't know if I can go as far to say uh, as that's the purpose of his work, but at any rate, I strong, uh, strongly sense the power uh, that power from him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's interesting. He's one of the few people that I can eat with and get excited over game talk with. Mm-hmm. That's a I also think Yoko Taro thinks Yoko Taro is very smart. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, hands down. <laughs> and, and gosh, and, and you know, that's that's part of why I think I'm so like on the fence about this collaboration. It's just that 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 way of thinking, that sense of humor. But like, I don't know if that really 
Mm. Like we have Hildebrand, but that's like near and Hildebrand are like yeah. that's not mm. the same kind mm-hmm. of and we of humor. just had it get knocked absolutely out of the park with the tactics stuff. Like we can't. I just want it to keep going upward. And then yeah, yeah there's, there's there's that worry that it, it won't. It'll just be, well. I don't you know, want to go it, upwards for near because uh, Return to Ivalice became such an integral part of yes. lore. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Of uh, Ilzabad in particular, mm-hmm. like the fact that now now we can trace like the history of the Garleans, yeah. like back to the Ivalicians. I don't want like so much of 14's history and lore to be embedded in some uh, near derivative. Oh know? sure, yeah. No, I was talking well, it, about just the the spectacle, the 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 yeah, fun yeah. of the raid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll still they'll still be able to hit that. It's that integration, I think mm-hmm. that that we're really worried about. And it's funny because yes. you know last week I mentioned like if you want a theme park, that's fine, theme park. But theme park from within the series, mm-hmm. and now I'm thinking near could add a literal theme park if they wanted to. <laughs> and you're not wrong. Like uh, the Ferris wheel, you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah just <laughs> roller coaster and yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That that was really that's a. The Air Force One gate is just a test for this new 24-man oh raid content when you're on the roller coaster in the... <laughs> yeah. We're, we bullet hell now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, no, they Fiaco. Fiaco. We hit that with Fiaco. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> that was the first one I had with that that phase in Fiaco. I was like... They've been testing out the stuff all this time. We had no idea. <laughs> we got too near a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely too near. Um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. So, so, uh, Gazmol just made the point in chat. Yeah. Someone Mm -hmm. did ask during the, the first night, uh, of, uh, press conference, if, if Yoko Taro is actually crazy enough to put, to to get his sequel behind a hundred hours of 14, uh, Yoshida didn't comment on that. He just had a laugh. One, Mm -hmm. one other really interesting question, I think from the first night, which Yoshida couldn't answer, but I thought was a really interesting question. Nonetheless, was whether, um, assuming he was continue on uh, planning on continuing this trend moving forward of having guest developers if he had like like a wish list yeah. of uh, developers that he'd like to work with and i think that's a, a really compelling idea because now like with yoko taro like the, the gates are open <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. With, with anyone <laughs> anyway. at, at this point um yeah. and he basically said look we haven't even written the story for dark apocalypse yet like i'm not even <laughs> thinking about what's coming next um but i thought that was a really compelling question Mm. it's you know it's it's interesting when they they were announcing this and and, you know they they do like the slides in saito san because i'm like oh okay like dragon quest near like that's cool yeah you're like like, i'm like my my thought is not even not even dragon quest my thought is like i wonder what cool new original story he's gonna come Uh, up with (laughs) and they show yoko taro and i was like oh dear oh no (laughs) Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's one of those like like. Uh, yeah, when I saw that slide, I was like, man. okay, he's done Dragon Quest and Near. Well, it can't possibly be Near. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I love Dragon right. Quest. Love it. I'm literally wearing a shirt from it right now. I love it to death. And I was like, uh, oh, it's gonna be like okay, Dragon Quest Eleven. Then the next slide, and I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna work. <laughs> this is this is madness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the things. One of the other questions. Um, that was asked, uh, Matsuno-san, uh, who did 
all the, the Return to Evil East stuff, uh, did a tweet that said he was passing the baton over to, to Yoko Taro. But when I compa- uh, completed Return to Evil East, it didn't really feel like it was over. Um, so they asked if they're considering continuing that. And he says, mm-hmm. uh, the great thing about Matsuno-san's works is that they don't feel complete on their own. Um, his game design is all about creating the presence of history, uh, the history and the characters. The story mm-hmm. that he wrote for us encroaches on Iorzu's history and lore in a good way. Uh, and it's possible mm-hmm. that it'll get involved again and something new will come out of it. Uh, I didn't request anything from him, but he wrote uh, the new text himself and it was implemented upon approval. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to collaborate again in a different way um, if we get the opportunity. After all, I am a Matsudo believer, um, but Return to Evil East is really great. I think that uh, there are people who didn't like it, but I'm glad that uh, the people who played Tactics were happy with the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what as we talked think? about, we do have that scene at the end. Like something's going to happen from that. Yeah, something has to. In, in that last chapter, there were like a few implications that's going to be tying back into the MSQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the the best part about Evilise is it just it weaves so well. I mean, there's yeah. already mm-hmm. stuff from Tactics and that that Evilise kind of world lore that they've woven into. For I mean, the Asians, like yeah, the the names and all that, like that's already been around for for years. Mm-hmm. And so I think as a raid, the Zodiac like, Braves, the Zodiac Braves, yes, the Zodiac Braves. That yeah. that was my my only issue with. Return to Evil East is at the end when they showed everybody. They mm-hmm. should have all been. They should have had the weapons. Oh sure, right. right. They should have had those those initial relic weapons. That would have been great. It would have yeah, been. It's, a, it's yeah. a little thing. It's a little thing. That's my only. That's my only issue with that entire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now and now near. It's like how. I just well, we're just kind of hoping they man. don't. Right. It's like we're hoping they don't have that kind of integration. We're hoping that Maybe. it kind of stands by itself a little bit. Maybe, but do do we do we also you know do we want another simulation kind of a thing too? It's like, it's it's we've we've only had it with Omega, but it already feels like it's done. Like we don't want that. But at the same time, if it helps near not be ingrained into Eorzean lore, maybe. (laughs) I don't know if it's done well and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Give it a little shrug. I mean, yeah. I, I have I have no doubt that if if Odasan and Koji need to help make sense of this, that they will make sense of it. Oh yeah. But it's just oh, yeah. initial initial, and again, I you know we we beat this to death last week. Just initial knee jerk impressions, just kind of like, ooh, all right, uh, <laughs> sure, we'll see what happens. I guess I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see what else. What else did they talk about that was really good? Did you guys have any other uh, highlights? from here i mean it's it's a pretty lengthy there's a lot of questions yeah there's here. a lot of questions um so we're not we're not going to read the entire thing um oh, those were the main ones. there will be a benchmark um for yeah. for Shadowbringers that'll yeah. come out um we'll get some clues from that too which will be nice mm-hmm. yes yeah I love just sitting there and picking it up. Yeah, exactly. Which other people find that I just miss entirely. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. It's, it's interesting you bring that up because, um, you know, anytime we, we, we posted a, a post up on the site this week, uh, everything we know about Shadowbringers. And it's interesting how, like, how every time I see like a compilation of information come out, everyone's like, we're getting dwarves? It's like, yeah, we learned about it yeah. in November. Where were you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Not it's going to be great when they actually show them in, in Tokyo. And I'm just be like, whoa, yes. dwarves? Yes. Like, yeah, dwarves. Bring on um, the dwarves. But yeah, there's a lot of lot of, lot of of stuff um, in this interview. Um, you can check it, up, uh, check it out. Uh, the one that we're looking at right now 
Uh, it's a translation from uh, Shinitan up at uh, the subreddit, so make sure to check that out if you want all the information from that. Um, I just kind of took a few snippets out of it. Um, but yeah, it's there's a little bit that came out of uh, the fan... Uh, the press stuff from Paris, yeah. so mm -hmm. uh, make sure to to go and check that out. Uh, and I think that's going to do it here before we uh, start to close things out. Was there anything anybody else wanted to mention? Mm. Mm. No. All right. Yeah. Uh, our it's next... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's cool that they, uh, you know, are bringing more people from the development team. You know, I wonder who they're going to bring out in Tokyo. Like, what what kind of portion of the game that they work on. Cause we've had, you know, like battle system development, we've had art, you know, character design, like, mm -hmm. you know, what's next. Um, what, what do they f think we'll find interesting? Cause you know, there's I think, a lot of I think they'll just, they'll just bring Yoko Taro and he'll just, he'll just be walking around and like hand, <laughs> hand, hand people snacks probably, from his mask. Mm -hmm. They probably will, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will. yeah. You're right. Uh. <laughs> I can just see it now. Right. Huh. Special discussion. They just they sit on stage, kind of like when they uh, at Frankfurt last year, they had Umatsu and Soka, and they were just kind of talking. Just yeah. bring Yogitar out. He's like, "So, uh, what should this be about? Because we still haven't started." Anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was gonna say, um, as like a a little reminder to everybody, we have the dates now, the early access dates and mm -hmm. the actual official date. Yeah. So request off work. There yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't forget to put it on the calendar. I'm yeah. so glad. I'm so glad it's not the day after E3 this time. I'm yeah. so. You have no idea how happy that makes me, <laughs> and how happy people whose appointments I make at E3 because <laughs> the last two years it's like I could write up things, or I could play the expansion. Mm -hmm. I'll let you guess which one always wins. Um, <laughs> but because you're uh, a responsible guy. Yeah. <laughs> right that, that's that's mm -hmm. the right answer um our next episode next week we are doing lore cast with anonymous uh so make sure to tune into that it has been a long time since we've done our last lore cast uh i know somebody asked on twitter we don't have a koji interview for this lore cast uh we thought hey we should do a lore cast for just to do a lore cast instead of hey funny. we have a koji interview we'll do a lore cast um so we'll we'll talk a lot about various things um, it's been a while since we've sat down and talked about that stuff. So uh, make sure to tune in for that uh, next Saturday at noon Pacific right here. Um, Ethis, what what do you got going on? Where can people find you? What's mm. happening in the uh, world of Ethis right now? Well, <laughs> you can obviously find me on Twitch, mm -hmm. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything, uh, Ethis Asher. Um if you keep an eye on my socials over the next week, I'm going to have uh, a couple of pieces uh, being published out of uh, Paris, uh, which is really exciting. So that should be cool. I've got one of them uh, particularly, I've, I've done a long piece on the Warrior of Darkness and what that means and how we could be becoming the Warrior of Darkness and mm. uh, the implications for that in the lore uh, and the history of Eorzea and the franchise. So. That should be really fun. Um, I just want to say thank you very much to everyone who was at the European Fan Fest, everyone that was in Paris that um, stopped me and, and had a word and said hi. Like it was a, a really awesome event, really awesome atmosphere. And I'm super, super grateful for uh, all you guys over there for being so accommodating. Really appreciate it. All right. 
if you would like to contact us, you can do so. Aetherite Radio at GamerEscape.com. Send us an email, ask us questions, let us know what you think of the show. You can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio. You can also reach us uh, at Gamer Escape on Twitter and Facebook. And you can join our Discord at uh, discord.gg slash gamerescape. Uh, you can also download the show on iTunes and Google Play Music if you're into that. Otherwise, catch us up on the uh, website and uh, on YouTube. That's going to be it for this week. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Interruption. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Giant thank you to Ethis. I know it's super early over there for us. So I, I, I do appreciate the, uh, you waking up and, and downing some coffee for us. So uh, we will see everybody here next week. Thank you. Bye.